Good morning once again. It is Monday, September 21st, and this is Community Pulse, your local report on the coronavirus pandemic in mid-Missouri. You can catch Community Pulse Mondays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. on KOPN, and all episodes can be found online at KOPN.org and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Today on Community Pulse, Boone County Clerk Brianna Lennon joins us to discuss mail-in voting for the upcoming general election and other voting options on November third. Our host, Dr. Elizabeth Alleman, is also on the line. Dr. Alleman is a local family physician and host of Your Health Matters here on KOPN. Good morning, Dr. Alleman. Good morning, Mallory. Good morning, Brianna. Thanks for taking some time out of your day. I know that this has to be a really busy season for you. Yeah, uh, thanks for the invitation. I really appreciate it. So before we get into talking about elections, I want to just talk a little bit about um, what's going on with um, sort of the spread of this virus in central Missouri. Um, uh, So yesterday we had 41 new cases and the day before, 66, that's Saturday, um, which is typically a really high day. Um, So we had sort of a different um, day. statistic. We did, we seem to be sort of trending back down out of the the spike or the increase in cases. I don't like to use that word spike. The, the increase in cases we saw at the end of um, August and the beginning of September, which would sort of be expected um, a result of having 30,000 people uh, move into Columbia and start to gather together. But we are still not back to the summertime uh, number of, you know, 17, 20, 30 cases a, a day. Um, and as far as I know, our health department of health is still about a week behind letting people know um, about their positive cases and doing the uh, contact tracing that we need to do. So um, by the time it's been a week, um, the contact tracing is really talking about history rather than anticipating helping people quarantine. We think that the most likely time that people uh, go from being not infected to infected and then contagious it's somewhere between days five and nine. So we really do want to get to people who have been exposed before then um, and help them uh, figure out a plan for having the support they need so they can stay farther away from people. So we are, we, we don't have our public health system uh, back functioning the way we need it to, despite the fact that they have staffed up and been given extra funding. And it's my understanding they're continuing to try to staff up, but there's only so like we're behind the game. We're trying to catch up to something, and that is always going to be um, a challenging situation. Um, our hospitals are um, starting to fill up a little bit. The hospitals in the Springfield area um, are starting to fill as well, and they're diverting um, uh, um, patients from their more smaller hospital into the Springfield area. Um, and that's always a distressing time for families and for the staff when you need to uh, transport a really sick person uh, to get to an intensive care unit. So we sort of are seeing that. And it's hard to know whether that is the result of, you know, just the we're now two weeks further out from this increase in cases we saw in early September, or whether that's a trend. Um, We've passed sort of some interesting milestones um, statewide. Um, So we have now had over 2,000 deaths uh, total, and Boone County has had its eighth death 
Um, and we have our county has passed a passed the four thousand mark of cases last um, last week. And then as a nation, let's see if we can pull that up. Um, we have passed seven million diagnosed cases and two hundred thousand deaths. Um, so, and back to Missouri, we do have our RT. That is the that's the variable where we're looking at how many people, on average, does each person who gets this disease infect. And when the number is above zero, we're going to see exponential growth. And when the number is below zero, we should see um, declines in cases. And we, our estimate for Missouri, it's below 1.98 for the first time in many months. So um, let's hope that that um, trends for a good um, prognostication in the future, but um, we still have the winter coming, so it's about to be influenza season. Um, And uh, the Southern Hemisphere has had a mild influenza season during their winter, which has in the past been um, a good news for us for our winter. So especially if we can keep up the social distancing, hand washing, mask wearing, activities that we've been doing, we may see a mild flu season, but flu and COVID are going to interact in some interesting ways. One of them is they're impossible to distinguish from each other clinically. You just have to get the test. So, all right. I think that's all I needed to say about um, numbers, except we are, we now, the state has released our positivity rate numbers and we had some concerning idea concerning reports a couple of weeks ago that our positivity rate was 44%. Um, and it turns out that that positivity rate was um, falsely elevated by the fact that a lab was not in a timely way reporting all of their negative results. They were reporting all their positive results, and we think those numbers are pretty close to what we know. But if you don't have the negative, negative numbers, then you, your ratio is going to be off. So it turns out that it was or in the 22% range, which is better than 44, but it is still very far away from 5%, which is what's recommended or below. So we need to do four times as many tests, or we need to have a quarter of the cases. So we're going to need to bump up our testing game in Missouri. So, but that's, so that's all I want to say about numbers, and I'm really happy, Brianna, that you are here. Talk about what are you thinking about elections in this um, this interesting time. Well, so we are um, preparing right now to start absentee voting tomorrow. So tomorrow is the first day of absentee voting. You can come to our office and uh, fill out an absentee application, and uh, we'll give you a ballot. You can cast it right in the office, and uh, that will get you taken care of for the November election. We're also going to be mailing out anybody that has requested a ballot up to this point. We'll be hitting the mail this week. So you should, if you've already requested one, be receiving your ballot uh, by the end of this week. But feel free to contact our office if you haven't gotten it by about the middle of next week. And um, we're also preparing to uh, do some more outreach and voter education and uh, absentee satellite locations so that we can uh, try to make sure that every voter has a convenient way and a secure way to get their ballot back to us um, or to cast their ballot if they can't make it to our office during the week. 
Okay. So this is Busy Times, and I guess I should have introduced uh, you to our listeners. I'm just presuming everybody knows that our county clerk um, in, uh, an ele- in, is the person who runs our elections. Have I said that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so at, the, um, at the county level, we are registering voters, um, and tomorrow is also National Registration Day. So uh, if you're not already registered to vote, you should register to vote. If you... Um, Go onto our website. You can look yourself up and make sure we have the most current address on file for you. So take advantage of National Voter Registration Day tomorrow to check your registration and then uh, update it if you need to. Is it is is there still time to register to vote for the uh, November election? Yes, the the new voter registration deadline for people that are new to Boone County uh, or new to Missouri in general is October seventh. So there's still a couple weeks left if you're not registered yet. Um, and because there are some days and weeks left before that deadline, if you come to our office, you can register to vote and vote absentee at the same time. So one-stop shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when you say it's that's the deadline for people who are new to Missouri, if people, is there a different deadline for people who are not new to Missouri? If you are not changing counties, so if you're a Boone County resident, you've been registered for years, and you've just moved to a different city within Boone County or down the street, there's no deadline for changing your address. You can always update your address within Boone County. If, you have, uh, if you're a student and you were in St. Louis County and you moved to Boone County, even though you're still within the state of Missouri, it's considered a new registration. So you do need to register by October 7th. Okay. And so you can, if you have moved within the county, Boone County, you can update your address even on the day of the election, right? Yes. We try not to encourage too many people to do that because it does slow down your experience at the polling place because you have to get out of line and uh, call us and update your address and all of that. But um, yeah, you can actually do it at any time. There's no deadline, Uh, but do it earlier rather than later. Yes. Um, so I think that the thing we're going to say is um, do not do not procrastinate. Yes. Make your plan now. Make your plan now and then enact it soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are a procrastinator or life happens and suddenly it's election day, do not despair. Still vote. Yes. And we will have yes. um, two central polling locations available too. So if you've moved in you don't know what your new address is, what your new polling place is going to be because where you live determines what polling place you're assigned to, go to one of our central locations. Uh, We have one at the Boone Government Center, which is our office. Um, It'll be downstairs in the large commission chambers. And then we've also got Mizzou Arena that are going to um, the concourse and uh, the surrounding area is going to serve as a polling place and it will have more than enough parking and more than enough space to do social distancing. So anybody that is eligible, registered in Boone County can go to either of those locations. And that is on election day. Correct. Okay. All right. So what do people need to do now to make their plan to vote? First, um, you need to choose which option you'd like to uh, cast your ballot. So obviously election day, there's polling places and central polling uh, locations that you can vote at. 
But we do have two alternatives. Um, one is in-person absentee voting at our office. So if you fall into one of the categories for absentee voting, which for, two, for 2020 includes a category for being at risk for contracting or transmitting COVID-19 or already having COVID-19. So if you've had COVID-19, you can absentee vote. Uh, the high-risk categories include being over 65 years old, being immunocompromised, having diabetes. Uh, you can request your absentee ballot. That particular excuse does not require you to get your ballot notarized. So um, if you are going to vote by mail, that's something to take into account. And we've tried to make that clear on the applications that if you're applying, there are seven reasons, but that is one of them that does not require a notary. And then there's also a mail-in ballot, which is really more like a mail-only ballot, where uh, the process is very similar to absentee ballots, but you don't have to state an excuse, but there's also no exception to the notary requirement. So if you're not going to state an excuse, you want a mail ballot, then you're going to have to get it notarized, and you're going to have to mail it back to us. And absentee voting can also be done by mail. You just Correct. have to state one of those reasons. Correct. Yep. There, um, and that's another place where uh, what we've actually found is people get the, the absentee mail-in. Like a lot of people are aware that mail-in is a category, but people are not aware that they can do in-person absentee. And so there's lots of times right. when people have concerns about mailing things and don't want to have to rely on the mail but still uh, fall into one of the absentee categories, then um, coming to the office is a good alternative. So I wanted to ask a question about other counties in Missouri because not all of our listeners live in Boone County. Um, do you know if the um, ability to change your address is different count from county to county? Are the rules different, or is it just that... Um, it's moving across county lines. It's a problem. So the um, the rules are all still the same. So moving across county lines still has that October 7th deadline. Um, but okay. how each county processes a um, address change on Election Day does vary. And part of that's just because of process. So some counties use electronic poll books, and there are different features that can be included in those. Some people require... Uh, the voter to come directly to the county clerk's office to change their address so that they have to do it at their central polling location. Um, so it's important to check with whoever your local county clerk is to see how they prefer to handle it, which is another reason why I, I encourage people to do it early um, so that you don't have to find out at the last minute what the procedures are for um, being able to vote and change your address at the same time. Right. So, yeah. Um, so what people need to do now is make a plan for how they're going to vote. And they can either go in person on Election Day at their polling place or at a central polling location. They can do absentee voting either by mail or in person. Or they can do mail-in slash mail-only voting, which requires a notary. It requires a notary, yes, unless you're voting absentee because you're at risk for COVID-19. Right. So are there some options of this mail-in slash mail-only voting that do not require a, a notary? 
No, because okay. um, the it. yeah, there's no excuse for it, and so there's no right. There's no subset of excuses that would have an exception to it. Gotcha. So that's just you do it. You 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 get you do the whole thing by mail, and you get it notarized, and then you send it in. And then where would people find a notary? Like if you're making your plan and you're thinking, hmm, what what is this notary thing and how do I get that taken care of? We have notaries in our office. Um, the public libraries have all um, provided notaries. I, I know for people, uh, if you're in Columbia, the Columbia Public Library has a number of notaries on staff. And then the Secretary of State's office, uh, if you go to GoVoteMissouri.com, has all of the voter resources, including a list of the notaries that have um, told the Secretary of State's office that they would provide those services for free in every county in uh, Missouri. So if you are outside of um, outside of the Columbia area or even outside of Boone County, the whole list for your county is on that website. And say the name of that website again. It's GoVoteMissouri.com. Okay. We have a listener, so what, listener question. Can I pop in here yeah, real quick? Um, absolutely, Mallory. Yeah. Awesome. So we had someone call in who um, is asking about qualifying for an exemption for absentee voting. They're a sole caregiver of someone who would be considered at high risk. So is that the type of thing that would usually be granted an exception if someone is a sole caregiver? Um, can you just shed some light on that, Brianna? Sure. So there is um, one of the things that uh, is not required when you're filling out an absentee request. We do not need to know the underlying uh, medical condition that you have or the reason why you're selecting things. Um, there are two reasons that pertain to somebody that has a, a health issue or a caregiver. And one is uh, incapacity or confinement due to an illness or an injury. And so if somebody falls into that category, Specifically in the law, it says that if you're a caregiver of one of those individuals, then you can also vote absentee. That's the only place in the law that has a specific mention of a caregiver. Um, and that's what I normally uh, try to let people know is the incapacity or confinement excuse also does not require a notary, so it functions in practice the same way that the COVID excuse does. It's just um, an excuse that already existed under the law before the, the 2020 um, law change. So there, there are those two options that don't require a notary. Gotcha. Yeah, there's also, when you say people who are at risk of contracting or spreading COVID would be almost everybody when we're in a hot spot. The um, the law that, that passed does have a delineated list of those excuses. And, okay. Um, so if you um, are looking at those, it does fit many of the people that would be looking to vote absentee. Uh, if you're over 65, you're automatically able to do that. If you're living in a long-term care facility, if you have asthma, if you have diabetes or you're immunocompromised, those are all um, already listed as a reason why you could fall into that category. And like gotcha. I said, you don't okay. need to state what one of those or any of those that you belong to. Um, we don't need to know. Uh, we just need to know 
that you are selecting that option? So there is not like there's not an uh, an opportunity or a mechanism really for that to be investigated. I'm not encouraging anyone to lie, um, but if people are making their very best effort, it's not that this is a way that their vote's going to get challenged. Um, I mean, it's it's extremely rare that uh, I have not known of any cases where ballots have been overturned or anything like that due to challenges about the excuse that people have chosen. Um, and that's one of the reasons why so many county clerks um, and even our county clerk association has been pushing for no excuse absentee because it's just uh, an easier way for the voter and for us as county clerks to administer the absentee voting process. So hopefully one day we get there. Yeah. So right now people need to make a plan for how they're going to vote, and there's the three options. And then they need to um, go to the county clerk's website um, do you want to give that out again so they can check to make sure that they are registered and that their address is correct? Yes. So the county clerk's website is vote.boonmo.org. We have a few more listener questions. Can I pop in again? Uh, please do. Okay. So um, one person gave us a call and w- said that they had heard about um, the opportunity for drive-through voting. Um, is that something that's going to be happening in Boone County or anywhere around the state that you're aware of? Um, I know that some counties are kind of looking at that. Uh, and I think one tried it out for Election Day. But what we are going to do, we're not planning to do that on Election Day. What we are planning to do is starting next week, we have um, the uh, 9th Street side of the government center has a garage and a little dock area, and we will be stationed out there for anybody that wants to absentee vote without having to come into the building or just drop off their absentee ballot or um, have curbside drop off of that ballot. We can meet you at your car. So uh, we have that available, but that's another thing that varies from county to county. So if you don't live in Boone County, you'll want to reach out to your uh, local clerk to see what they're planning to do. And then um, on that point of, you know, people in surrounding counties, you had said that tomorrow is the first day people can walk in and do their absentee voting in person. Um, Do you know if that's happening in every county around this state? Is that a possibility or is that just for Boone County? That is every county in the state. The absentee voting period starts tomorrow by statute. So that's consistent across the state. Some places have it not in their um, regular office, like a lot of places are in a courthouse, but then they have another facility where they can do absentee voting. Um, But it all starts tomorrow. Gotcha. Thank you. That was all our listener questions so far. And thanks for the folks who have called in. Those are good questions. Yeah, those are really helpful. So, Brianna, I'm hearing people say sort of on social media and on press that one of the things that uh, voters can do right now is to check to make sure they are registered. If a person goes to the um, vote.boonmo.org website, the county clerk's office, and they see their name and their correct address on in the database. Does that mean, yes, you are registered, and now you can check that off your list? You have checked to make sure that you are registered to vote. Correct. If you look yourself up and you find yourself, that means you're registered to vote. So we do not need to make an extra visit to the clerk's office or call your um, hardworking staff to do that. 
not unless you see something that needs to be corrected or updated gotcha. um, or uh, if you want to do an absentee ballot at the same time, our website also allows you to look yourself up and then submit an absentee ballot request. Okay. All right. So if people are, so another thing that I know that I often uh, procrastinate is some of these down ballot races. I sometimes don't even look at them until the night before I'm going to vote, which is not the most responsible voting uh, behavior. So how do people find um, a sample ballot and how do people, I know you're not going to tell people how to vote, but do you have resources for people who are interested in learning more about the candidates or the issues? So we send sample ballots out. Uh, we're sending them out a little bit earlier this, for this election just to make sure that um, everyone has a chance to look through it and request an absentee ballot if they need to. So uh, those will be going out probably in two weeks. And those will go by mail, but they'll also go by email. And uh, we are in the process this week of updating to have all the sample ballots on our website too. So when you look yourself up, you'll see your voter registration, but you'll also see your polling place assignments, and those are updated right now. So if you want to know right now where you're going to vote, if you're going to vote in person in November, uh, those are updated and available right now. Uh, soon in this coming week, we will have sample ballots attached to it in w as well, so you can always look yourself up there. And then it just in terms of getting prepared for the election, uh, the League of Women Voters always does um, really excellent forums, and I know they've switched over to Zoom so that they can record them and then you can go back and watch them later. Uh, and then um, they've also tried to, I think, put out information about um, getting to know candidates as well. Because you're right, down-ballot races are always very uh, overlooked in presidential years because uh, just, I think the amount of attention and um, advertisement that is focused on the larger elections tends to kind of overwhelm the, the smaller races, but there are a lot of local races on the ballot this year. That's true, and I think that um, any of us who have attempted advocacy during this time of shifting uh, health challenges um, understands how much our local officials and their policies uh, affect our lives. So it's important to know about those things, too. So right now, people can prepare to vote by choosing how they're going to vote. Um, they can check their registration on vote.boonmo.org. Um, there are many options there. And then you can find out where your polling place is if you're planning on voting in person. You can apply for a mailed absentee ballot if you want to do it that way. Um, and by the sometime at the end of this week or early next week, you can actually click onto your sample ballot so you can begin to prepare yourself. And as of tomorrow, people can't people who know how they're going to vote can just um, present themselves to the clerk's office and uh, vote absentee if they meet one of those uh, seven exemptions. And I'm guessing those are all listed on your website as well. Mm-hmm. And we just yeah. had one listener call in and ask for a little bit more clarification on that, um, the out, outdoor booth. Brianna, we have like a, a minute or two, but could you just clarify or repeat once more um, if folks want to turn in their absentee ballots in person but don't want to go into the building, is that an option? Sure. So this week, um, well, this week people won't have their absentee ballots to return back to us. So starting next week, starting on the 29th, 
we will have people uh, on the 9th Street side, and we've also um, put parking hoods over two of the uh, parking spaces right out there as well, and we will have a large tent so that people that want to just drop off their ballot, because we can't have a ballot drop-off box. We don't have a, a ballot drop-off box. Um, but you can have our staff meet you right outside 9th Street, um, that exit at that entrance and exit at 9th Street. And uh, starting the 29th, you'll be able to drop off your ballot with them. Awesome. Thank you. Right. And so we're at the end of the 30 minutes. Thank you so much, Brianna. And I want to let people know that we're going to have Brianna on another time or two before the election. So if you have questions, store them up. Uh, if you don't find them on the website, on the Boone County Clerk's website, um, then uh, tune in. Uh, keep tuning in to Community Pulse. Thank you so much for your questions. If you have other questions, please call them in or send them uh, to the station by email. And in the meantime, wash your hands, wear a mask, um, uh, take your vitamin D, and develop a uh, cheerful confidence that your body can handle an infection. And we'll talk to you on uh, Wednesday and Monday. That's it for today's edition of Community Pulse. If you missed part of this program or want to share it with your friends, you can find it later today at KOPN.org and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Catch us again live on Wednesday at 9 a.m. with host Jenny Chadwick. And thank you so much to the folks who called in with their questions. That really enriches the conversation. We love it when we hear from our listeners. Um, Remember that tomorrow is the first day that you can vote in person at the Boone County Clerk Office. That's at 801 East Walnut Street, room 236. And you can register to vote until October 7th. More info at vote.boonmo.org. That's vote.boonmo.org. Thanks so much for tuning in to KOPN 89.5 FM. Between the Lines is up next. Stay tuned.